Hey everyone, it's Sensei Victoria Whitfield here, your journey partner in business, welcoming you back to episode 171 of the Journeypreneur podcast. This is your source for channel holistic stress management techniques, guidance, inspiration, and motivation to stay on your path to rapid financial ascension and massive impact as a conscious entrepreneur. So in this podcast episode, I get to share with you someone that I love and have loved for years. Someone that whenever she speaks, I grab a pen and a pen <laughs> and don't talk to me because I need to be writing and get all of these golden nuggets. She's a golden nugget dropping machine. <laughs> the one and only Kat Stancic. <laughs> you can find her at actionincubator.com. What she specializes in is making sure that coaches are making it rain, right? So going in there and getting out there and serving in a big way. Mm. God is welcome to the podcast. Thank you. I feel that I receive it. And thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And of course, reciprocate everything that you have just said about me. So <laughs> Yay, I love it. I love it. And I love you. And I know we love each other. Right. So we, we good. We straight. We go way back. And with do we, right? <laughs> we go way back to like, oh my God, can you believe we were doing that? <laughs> go back to the days when dreaming of wouldn't it be nice if. Mm -hmm. And we're yep. side by side, sister. I'm so proud. So proud. Um, and, and this may be the very first time that someone is getting to see you, hear you, learn about what you do. So if you could, in your own words, share with us exactly what it is you do, but especially what are the three things that you're known for? Could you tell us? So I am the lead boss thing, number one, that I'm known for. Um, <laughs> and basically, I work with uh, you know experts and influencers who want to multiply the, their six figures over and over and over again to get past the seven figures. So what that means is they want to leverage a repeatable and consistent process to be able to hit those big revenue numbers. How I do it is by doing organic lead gen, high ticket sales specifically, so that you can see that you are already connected to your next big client and how you can consistently fill your pipeline with leads that are ready to buy from you now. So my angle, the second thing that I'm known for is I am anti-bro marketing. That means I don't like people. Um, actually, I do like some of the bro marketers. They just need to not do that. <laughs> um, I've met a lot of them. And basically, it's the shaky down, leaving you less than gimmicks, right, that nobody appreciates feeling or doing to others. And instead, they want to really step into their own unique voice and power so that they can not only attract their ideal clients, but sell to them in the way that feels empowering for both sides of the conversation. And the third thing I'm known for is other than being um, crazily hilarious, um, as you all will witness soon, is that I am a mom of three. So I have now that they actually age, I have three under seven. So seven, five, and two. Yes. Just give me a moment. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> and I'd have more, but it might break my marriage. So... <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, I oh, I about mm. I was like uh I'm <laughs> making it rain how in the wall oh my goddess unicorn stuff. Like mm. 
work it out. We don't have time for that, right? Like you got to do the thing that has the most direct impact and not this whole, like this, you know, I'm not against pressure. We actually need to have pressure in our business, but the mark of success is how you react to the pressure, not stress, the pressure. So a hundred percent because the more that we can have positive stressor uh stressors such as mm-hmm. stress like as it's e-u-s-t-r-e-s-s i believe is how it's spelled right positive stress mm-hmm. encourages us to be propelled forward exactly right? innovate to grow absolutely well and there's empowerment by it right it's it's there's this whole concept you know of like so there's the victimhood right which a lot of you know, bros will say leverage, or, you know, I've even heard them called pink predators because it bros are not limited to just men. (laughs) There are a lot of women who do it too. And it's this, that, that forced pressure um, that really steps people into this place of lack and scarcity and fear of missing out, you know, and it's not that it's, I'm choosing to put this pressure on myself, whether that's you're engaging, you know, someone like you, someone else to be able to support you in your business so that you get into action, right? It's that positive moving forward momentum. It's what creates that velocity in your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And without it, we're just kind of hanging out and really steeping in what our potential could be like this is this is such a crazy kind of thing to talk about is the difference between um positive and negative pains right and mm-hmm. whenever i'm um co- uh, connecting around sales and and healing our relationship with sharing our freaking gifts as journeypreneurs like how is anyone going to know that you've got it going on if you yeah. don't tell anybody ever and no one's allowed to tell anybody about it um when i when i approach this kind of a subject i tend to talk a lot more about consent right getting consent and yes sorry i just can't hold that in (laughs) 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 permission-based marketing permission-based selling if it's not sleazy if the person says it's okay to market to me or it's okay to sell to me and so if you're feeling sleazy guess what you're making it about yourself Stop putting yourself in the conversation that you don't belong in. You are here to serve. Sorry. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. yes. (laughs) This is a jam because so many people get this wrong. And it's so, it's it's like train wreck wrong. Because we were socialized. We were talking a little bit about this, especially women. We're socialized to be in this submissive role. Um, You know, one thing that is great is that we're allowed to be in touch with our emotion as compared to men, right? Especially in American society. Um, But most of the first world levels, that's kind of tends to be the same thing. And we see, you know, across a lot of different cultures, this same concept of women are more tuned to or more are allowed to be in touch and men aren't, right? Which actually demonstrates the kind of behavior. And it's great to create community. But when we're so in touch with our feelings, it can almost become overwhelming that prevents us to move into action. That's why there is this disparity between, you know, payments and levels and earning income between men and women, because that man just goes. Like, sometimes I actually have to ask my clients, how would a man respond to this? Right? Like, it's not, it's not a question I like to go to, but how would a man respond to this? Would a man just sit there and wallow? And I'm talking about the masculine energy, not necessarily a man, man, right? That masculine doing energy, that's male. Being is women. I'm a female who stands somewhat in her masculine. (laughs) 
right? Like I, and that's good. And I also stand in my feminine, but there's women out there who stand really, really hard in their feminine. And it's not bad, but you've got to look at, is there something there that you're doing that's preventing you from getting into action? And is it being too much? Because you can, sitting there is being too much in a way. I mean, I'm not saying it super eloquently, but I know you're going to like rephrase this beautifully. <laughs> yeah, here I come in, tag team. Goddess. <laughs> so a hundred percent, like this uh, is vibrating with a, a book that I just recently read that scared the crap out of everyone in my group. They're like, they're, I think they're kind of like trying to sneak in after mm. with me because it's too spicy. It's the art of seduction. Mm. And so in the art of seduction, what Robert Greene, and by the way, I imagine him as like Ursula from The Little Mermaid as a drag queen being like, let me tell you how. <laughs> oh, what is that actor's name? Is it just brought to But anyway, I'll have, we'll have to come in and tag it later. But yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. But as, as he like describes throughout history, all of the greatest seducers, is he breaks it down rule by rule. And this is essentially a book on feminine influence. Mm -hmm. basically. And one of the key things in seduction, all right, you want to take action from a feminine way. It is seduction, right? Influence. But the one of the first things is that you cannot be obsessed with yourself. A seducer is a hundred percent, according to this book, is a hundred percent focused on what's everybody else, what's turning everybody else on, what's turning everybody else off, right? right. Etc. Like, and what can happen is that, and you know me, my mantra is what matters most to how you feel. But there's a there's a light and a dark side. Yeah. For sure, because if what matters most is how you feel when you're coming in there for the sale, you can forget it. Done. You lost it. It's gone. Unless you're making sure you're managing how you feel so that you can show up in service and stay tuned into them. If that's what right there. how you're coming to the sale is. But if you're just like, oh, you know, I don't know if they're going to buy. I feel like my foot, my my tip, my, my kids, my, <laughs> my, my team, and I got to pay all these bills. And blah, 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 blah. if you're coming in with all those cooties, mm -hmm. people can pick that up. It's a very, it sales is, uh, I believe in energetic and emotional. Absolutely. And Absolutely. so on that kind of. Oh, well, and, and it has to do with confidence too, right? So if we're looking at sales and, and everything you do is an energetic exchange, right? What is marketing but getting someone's attention? What are you doing is you're putting out energy and you're picking, you're putting out an energetic vibration and is somebody else wanting to ride that energetic wave with you, right? Are they there? Are they wanting to get up there essentially, right? Because that's what I see a lot of people do too, is they're, they're putting marketing messages out that are at a lower frequency than where they want to be and therefore attracting people at that lower frequency. And it's not wrong to be at that lower frequency, but if that's not who you want to work with, then don't be surprised that you're not attracting the right ideal client. So in layman's terms, if you're not attracting the right ideal client, you're vibrating at a low frequency. So if you want to attract a better ideal client, you've got to change your words. Words are the frequency. What are you putting out in terms of your marketing? And that's great. Like you can start talking, you know, non-broke language. You can start talking about that elevation and all that good stuff. But if you also show up to the sales call very tied to the fact that you need to close that sale for whatever reason. I don't care if it's because you want to pay for the spa next week or because you got to pay the mortgage, right? Like if you are attached to that sale, you're making it about you and you have no business in the sales call other than to say, do exactly what you said, which is show up in a place of service. 
people are so ready to follow a script and be like, hold on, hold on, you're talking and I need to say this next point. Hold on, you, you threw in an objection. Let me, hold on, let me turn the page. Where is that objection in my manual? No, listen, people don't listen and no one feels heard. And if you can't feel heard, you are not gonna buy from that other person. A hundred percent. You know, I believe that sales is just helping people find what they're looking for. Oh God, they will tell you everything they want to buy if you just listen. <laughs> it's so easy. There you go. There's your million dollars right there. Send me a little piece when you when you make it. <laughs> oh my God, we'll put the donate button below. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goddess. And this this is so crazy because I mean, you know, um, like the bulk of my tribe are like energy people, right? Or, or spiritual coaches, mm -hmm. that types of thing. And this is running rampant in my tribe of like, oh no, I can't sell or that's slimy or, but I will get the money spray guilty and I will spritz myself. <laughs> I love it. Wait for that to like magically inhale into me. I'll put money oil on money. Mm. Do everything except listen to what people are asking for and give it to them, not for free, but for a commitment because, well, you showed up and you committed to give it to them. So that's an even exchange. Like, what do you, let's go there. What do you feel about this, like, free discovery call, giving it away for free. Like I'm entitled to your sale because I taught you for free for all this time. Like I'm entitled. Uh, That's the number one way to prepare someone to buy from someone else. If you're doing free discovery calls, it's the number one way to, and it, look, you absolutely must provide free value. I'm not saying that, but there's ways of doing it so that it is actually received as a value. Do I do free trainings? Yes. Do I do free workshops? Yes. Do I do free challenges? Yes. Do I do uh, free masterclasses, webinars, blah, 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 name the thing? Yes, I do. But I will not get on a call so that we can talk about your thing and I solve it. And then you walk away because here's the thing. If someone is walking away from a sales call or a conversation with homework, they can't buy you've given them something to do. You've given them and put them in a place of action. They cannot dishonor themselves by doing something else when you just train them and coach them to go focus on something. So your expectations are unreasonable. Now you can add value during the conversation. You can ask questions that give that insight, but you can't leave someone in a place of acting on something else. It's just like giving, it's like having five call out buttons on, a, on, a, on an email, right? You're not sure which one they're going to click, but they're probably not going to click the buy now button. <laughs> I'm dying over here. I love you. Oh my gosh. Like, the, oh yeah. Let me put myself on the operating table. So the only reason why I'm so enthusiastic to talk to you about this stuff, like why you like sales so much, Victoria? Why are you so passionate and clapping and hooting and doing backflips? Money is good. <laughs> And I have been like the queen of screwing it up. <laughs> the queen. I've had like lovely experiences of people actually saying, can I just give you money? And me being like, no. Point blank to the like, and to have the experience to the extent 
of now they're angry, Mm. angry and feeling guilty because they're showing up and receiving so much good and unable with that. It amasses this emotional debt. Yes. I'm like, can I at least support you in some way? Or how can I repay you in any way? It's no, no, this is, it's not about the money. It's about helping people. You know, and there's a place in time, right? So allocate us. If you are a giver, I'm a giver and I have to actively stop myself sometimes from giving because actually in the act of giving, I'm doing a disservice. I am hurting that person more by bringing them down a path because I'm trying to overcome my own insecurities. When you are giving and not allowing yourself to receive, it's because you're insecure about your value. You are not confident about asking and receiving. It's not just asking, but receiving that money and calling it into your life. You are actively repelling abundance when you refuse to step into your value. So if you're not in a place where you are not worried about anything financial, I talk about comfort plus. It's not just comfort. Comfort is just getting by. I'm not about that. I want comfort plus, 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 right, whatever. But we got to start with comfort plus. Comfort plus looks like that consistency and that repeatable mechanism to hit your money goals every single month. I'm not talking about, am I going to hit it? Am I not going to hit it? There's no feast or famine, right? We're not here. Like you would get a job at Target before you would ever go into a place where you are in a place of famine, right? That's how serious and committed you need to be. So when you step into that place and you step into that confidence, actually the first thing I do with my clients is look at their offers because I will say 99% of the time they're undercharging and it's because they're afraid of the no. So what happens? Someone says no at 5,000, for example, what do they do? They discount it. They start selling their same offer for 997. Who do they start attracting? People who will only pay 997. And it just becomes this cycle. And then you basically go down a negative energetic pattern and you never can pop back up. Why not when you have someone on a sales call, if you can confidently communicate the value, allow yourself to receive even more money. Mm. So I don't know, it's just, it's hard to think because it becomes personal. We start attaching our own value to how other people value us. People can't value us until we value ourselves. It starts with ourselves. Mm-hmm. and building that confidence within so that it attracts other people. What is it that's attractive about us? It's the fact that we know our shit. Who says that we know our shit? We do. We say that we know our stuff. And then we have our clients achieve results, which reinforces that first belief pattern. And then everything becomes easier. But until you step into your own power, you can't expect other people to want to hitch their wagon to your train. Sorry, it's my soul bubble. <laughs> One of many. <laughs> Apology, and I lovingly place you back on the soapbox because I want to know where in the heck is this coming from? Like, while you're up on that soapbox, tell me how'd you get here in the first place? Like, did you pop out the woman? You're like sales as a baby, or like. <laughs> Making it rain from like day one or what inspired you was, did you have some sort of an epiphany of like, I have got to start the action incubator because uh, is going on and I'm not having it. Like, tell me. There's, you know, it, the, the story, you know, we all say people want to go from here to here. Um, and it's so funny because what I talk about is a lot of times there's a gap, right? This is the same for sales calls. You're, you're here. They want to get here. And Getting from here to here feels like forever when you're looking out, but when you get here and you look back here, there's, this is no time going in this direction, right? 
And so people always put this amazing amount of pressure on themselves. And I think what happened with me is, I mean, I, I mean, I knew from a very young age that I was meant for more in life, more than what I was obviously being dealt. I remember being in like, was it eight? No, it had to have been like sixth grade eating in the bathroom stalls by myself. I had no friends. It was, I was being bullied. Like it was, it just, it wasn't good. And I remember sitting there in the bathroom stalls, which is a really unsanitary place to eat your lunch and being like, this can't be it. I refuse. I refuse to live the life that is laid out in front of me. And I will tell you, I had to deal with a hell of a lot more than dealing with about eating, you know, lunch in my bathroom, but I had to have that light, that fire within me. I had to have a knowing and it had to, it had to be protected. And I will tell you all kinds of dirt got thrown on me, right? We're all born with this purity, this essence, this belief in our ability to contribute to the human race. And over time, people throw dirt on us. But the most beautiful thing happens is, is that you need to go through a struggle in order to bloom. Seeds that are thrown on the concrete do not blossom, right? You need to bury them. They need to be nurtured. How do you nurture them? You got to do it for yourself. You can't expect someone else to come along and take care of you. You have to do it yourself. And through those actions, you allow other people to be inspired. And they then want to be connected to your energy and want to be part of your community and then buy from you. So I knew that I wanted to be financially free. I knew I wanted to own my time. And having gotten my MBA, big corporate gig, right? I saw the path in front of me. And it wasn't my success. It was someone else's. I was living someone else's dream. And that's great. I don't knock anybody who wants to be an employee. We all need doers. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a boss. I need someone who loves doing. There's nothing wrong with it. But when you're an entrepreneur, you have to carve the path for yourself. And you can take shortcuts. That means investing. You've got time or money. And I'm going to tell you, time runs out faster than money. Right. So if you want to save yourself time, find the person who can show you the thing that you need to learn. Where are you now? Where do you want to go? What is it that you need to learn or who do you need to have do it for you? And look at those investments. Do not fall for the gimmicky, you know, easy button things and getting sold. Everybody who fell for one of those, raise your hand. If you fell for multiple times, raise your other hand. Right. We've all done it. So stop repeating the pattern. You are here to break it. What is your cycle? recognize it and start taking actions to break it. You will fall, fall fast, fall forward, keep getting up. And that's the same story for each and every one of us. We all fell. It's just how fast do you decide to get up and how do you want to move forward? And everybody has their own pace. Do not compare yourself to someone up the ladder. That's none of your business. Don't look left, don't look right, keep going forward. We know that when we're driving a car, if we look left or right, we swerve into someone else's lane and we put other people's lives in danger. Keep your eyes on the road, stay in your swim lane. Every single person watching this in the world has a brilliance. Lean into your strengths and let, you, and let your weaknesses be someone else's strengths. So I think really realizing where I played and, and I will say that when I started being successful in my corporate career was when I let go of the fact of I needed to improve my weaknesses. All that does is atrophy your, your strengths and barely improves your weaknesses. Step in. You think this red background happened by accident? I had to step into this. I had to call myself the lead boss before anybody else did. And now everybody else calls me the lead boss. I had to own it, right? So you have to tap into what is your knowingness? And don't let anybody tell you what you're worth, you claim it.
so powerful right and to yeah my spirit guides are saying it's having enough pain to claim it yeah like there's uh okay yeah falling failing screwing it up um being criticized shamed um mm -hmm. judged attacked um betrayed stolen from right and that's just me right <laughs> I'm, I'm not even thinking about one or the other it's just the beginning that's the tip of the iceberg right and and it's not that they happen once this shit happens over and over and over again oh yeah absolutely and at the same time there's i remember uh, there came a point in my life personally as you were sharing your story that i decided that i'm going to lower my pain tolerance mm. Mm. I'm just gonna lower my pain tolerance because this ain't healthy. Um, and how I came to that experience, right? So for me, uh, this especially came through, you know, being in an abusive relationship. Um, but I had the blessing of working with this incredible couple who the the two of them loved each other, were respectful, and everyone around them were softer in their presence mm. because of how they treated each other and and everyone, like just an elderly couple uh, in nonprofit when I was working for them. And for me, looking at how um, like Suzanne would relate to Bob, there's their names, like, I was, wow, like she would sit with her shoes off, feet on the table um, as the center coordinator and not really give a damn what anyone thought. And if someone tried to speak any crossway or she would check them immediately because she felt safe. And I'm like, oh, I, if I, like at the time I'm witnessing this, right? And mm -hmm. I'm uncomfortable, like, oh my gosh, she checked them when they said stuff to her or something, but she was super loving and hilarious and chill. But I, for me, I would get at first terrified of like, oh, Oh, how awkward or, oh, she spoke her mind or that kind of, after a while, I made the conscious decision of like, yeah, if I was in that situation, I would have let that fly and this, this, this mm. completely. What are you tolerating? Yeah. Whereas I'm, I'm just going to, I'm going to lower my pain tolerance. I said, I don't, I don't have to be made of adamantium steel or something in order to like, can be a human being and lo and behold life starts getting better mm. Drop that that level of pain toss so that when the knocks come and they have mm -hmm. i've had to really learn how to grieve right or learn how to get pissed and or you know and express yeah. my emotions but when when the knocks come i can receive them and allow that momentum to catapult me forward rather than just absorbing the brunt of all right. of it. Well, you can let it pass through you, right? I mean, you still feel it. Um, I think kind of tapping into the, because people don't do that when they're in the place of lack, right? It's in this place of lack that it's just, they have to bear down, right? Um, one of the things that I see, especially when we're, because we've been talking about sales is when you don't have enough, and since I'm the lead boss, when you don't have enough leads, right? If you are very, very attached to that sales call and you're attached to the outcome, it's because you don't have enough people that you're talking to mm -hmm. and you're seeing that lack versus being able to really stand when you have enough people to talk to, when your pipeline is full, when you have the confidence to close, right? When someone says it's not a fit, 
it's not, oh my God, how do I make them say yes? It's like, okay, cool. Next. Right? Like, good. Go find the person that is right for you. I'm not here to be in your way. I'm here to support you on your way. And if I'm not your right person, let me be the conduit to someone who is. Okay, cool. So I'm not the right fit. So what is the thing that you're looking for that maybe would be a better support? You need an ad person. Great. That's where you're at in business. Awesome. I can introduce you to three different people. Who do you think they're going to come back to when they realize that there's this thing that I can do that can support them? Mm -hmm. Right. And this is that valuing the relationship over the transaction, but also to be able to stand in your confidence that you have enough people to be able to talk to. There's a thing that I talk about as it relates to an energetic shift. When people are out there trying to fill their group programs, one-on-one group course, I don't care what you're selling. People, even the best of us accidentally slip into hunting mode, right? You think, look at the bro marketing language. We target, we tripwire, we kill, we have killer copy. We're going to crush, you know, all this stuff. And I'm not going to say it like in the past, I used that same language because I didn't know it. Right. But like bulletproof and blah, blah, these extremely aggressive things. No right? It's sidestep that and step into this place where you can receive abundance. And I totally lost track. I got all messed up with the bro marketing where I was going with this. What was I saying? So you are solid wherever you are, goddess. So here's the thing, like bringing in that awareness around the hunter mentality. Oh, right. Sorry. I was going to tell you the opposite mentality. So people slip into that, that hunter mentality. And so they go and they look at people as, okay, who's going to buy, who's going to buy, who's going to buy, right? They're there with their, their rifle, they're targeting, they, they got their hit list. Right. So I say, instead, think about your offer as a dinner. Who do you want to invite to the dinner party? Who would contribute to the conversation? Who would contribute to the environment that you are creating? You go from looking at someone as a transaction, as a credit card number, to looking at their values. What do they stand for? What do they stand against? Would this group of people elevate each other? Leave, the, leave your home not only full, but enlightened, elevated, energized to continue to go out and, and do the thing that they need to do. That's our job. We are here to feed people so that they can go out and have more energy to do the thing that they need to do to complete the ripple effect. So I really want people to step into, before you go out prospecting, before you go and have a sales call, go into the dinner party modality, not in the hunting one. That is so juicy. Such a powerful reframe. Um, so nourishing and much more accessible uh like i even feel softer mm. that as an example um versus going into to hunter mode and you know seeing who i can how many kills i can get for today right. how, many, how many sales i can crush right um oh my gosh so what i also love um about you is that Left and right, Kat, you have like incredible advice, not only of how to be in your sales, but as well as how to be in your business, right? Going from the doing to the being. And here on the Journeypreneur podcast, you know, we've dedicated this entire project to those entrepreneurs who are out there who are purpose driven and going for their dream, but they're starting to come to the end of the gas tank and they may have an opportunity to throw in the towel, mm. right? And they're instead, maybe for whatever reason, been focusing just on the wins, trying to get another win, trying to get another win. And maybe sometimes it is quieter. Maybe you do get a series of 
nose, next, no, neck, mm-hmm. no. Right. So for someone who is on the path, right, and trying to look to like, I'm just trying to make it to my destination, but to help them to understand that it's more of a journey, what what advice would you have to them to help refuel their tank so that they don't throw in the towel on their business? Like most uh between one and five business owners uh wait no it's been within the first one to five years 90 percent of businesses tank because like they just don't have the juice to keep going so what would you say to someone if they were listening in right now they're they're on that journey they're fighting for it but they're starting to lose the gas to maybe to try again maybe get Mm -hmm. in the saw like what would you say So usually what happens when someone's in that place is honestly, they need a win, right? They need evidence. And it's easy to say, you believe and you will see it. And they're in that place where I need to fucking see it or I'm not going to believe it, right? So what do you do when you're in a place where I need to fucking see it in order for me to believe it? You go back to basics. The basics are, who are you connected to? I talk about all the time, you are already connected to your next client. So we've already solved that problem. So we start looking at who are you connected to? Now, the thing that most programs don't teach out there is a the thing that I'm going to talk about. This is everything that I'm about. You get that win through conversation. You don't need a funnel. You don't need some software. You don't need some bot, right? You don't need some fancy thing, insert whatever it is that you think you need. Stop. Cancel the subscriptions and start looking at who are you talking to and go out and start conversations. And I will bet if you are consistent, you want the evidence, consistent actions create consistent income. If you're not posting constantly, if you're not having constant conversations, you are not going to constantly fill your pipeline and you're not going to hit those revenue streams. So go out there and have the conversation. And here's the big thing. Ask permission to put an offer in front of someone. Hey, can I run something by you? Right? Yes, go. There's the door. You just opened it. They've opened the door to their house and they're inviting you in and stop making it about yourself and go ahead and put your offer in front of them. That's it. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. But the problem is, is that's where people get stuck from the, how do I talk about the weather to whether we should go together? How do we go from talking about the weather to whether we should work together? It's that weather to weather place where people get stuck because they start feeling sleazy and slimy. How you do the get over that is by asking permission to sell, asking permission to market. And when they say yes, follow up and actually market and sell. They've said yes. It's like someone asking you out and then they don't show up for the date. That's kind of fucked up. <laughs> show up with some damn flowers and, and, and go have fun. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Stop ghosting, please. Stop ghosting, please. We, we've had people, you, everyone here has probably had someone that reached out to them and asked them for more information and you haven't followed up with them. That's why you're leaving money on the table. Step number one, mm-hmm. right? We've, 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 felt, we've experienced it. We've asked other people for more information and they didn't get back to us. And I guarantee you've probably done the same thing to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's right under your nose. There's nothing new now next. And that's such a seductive, addictive thing. The new, the now, the next, the new, the now, the next. What I love about your methodology, 
at um, as like in your lead boss programs and things is that you, you make everything like, I mean, this with love, you break it down Barney style. Like, listen, <laughs> you but, have to, or people won't do it. I love you. You love me. We're a great big family done nothing more complicated than that like breaking it you break it down barney style what people don't get is that the strategy first of all mine works across platforms because it's about owning the contact it's about owning the relationship but people at seven and eight figures are doing this same process they've mastered it and they delegate it out to a salesperson so if you're thinking oh i just need to get a salesperson or a marketing person to do it for me if you haven't been able to do it for yourself then you don't know who your ideal client is if you can't do it consistently, you cannot set someone else up for failure. You're just going to waste more money. So learn how to do it yourself. You cannot delegate sales and marketing until you can effectively do it yourself. I don't need you to master. You don't need to make a million dollars before you delegate it, but you better damn be sure making a couple of hundred thousand dollars because that demonstrates consistency and predictability. Yeah. The funnel works because I do, right? Yes. Okay. The copy works because I, it's not just, it's not waiting for, you know, Prince, whoever on his white copywriting horse to ride in and magically write like the most amazing sales out of nowhere. It, it, no, no heroes coming except for the one you're sitting inside right now. Starts with you. So, oh my goddess. Like talking to you. It's like, it's like a water slide. I just get on and I get carried away. <laughs> I know the time has just gone by. <laughs> no, I, I love it. I love it. I love it. We may have to have you back because like, this is only the, the end, uh, like only the tip of the iceberg. So where are we going to like celebrate you? Where do people go to connect? Like, oh, I appreciate that. Um, yes. And there's so much below here. <laughs> just at the tip. <laughs> Because we can talk all about that, those decisions from above or below the waist. Um, so how people can go and find more about me, and I appreciate you letting me share, is um, I have a free opt-in. So it is something that is actually, I pulled directly from my system. So if you have purchased my system, you actually see this in there. So it's actual real value, no fluff. Um, and basically it's how to break out an hour of lead generation a day, because that's what I teach my clients to do. So exactly what to focus on and when. I actually share social media swipe that you can use today to generate leads to getting people to raise their hands to wanting to work with you. So that's in there as well as my personal um, sales script. So it's what I use to close over 90% of my sales calls because there are people who say no to me. They shouldn't, but they do. Um, and how my clients do the same for themselves. So all of that is included in this gift and you can find that at actionincubator.com forward slash jumpstart. So it's actionincubator.com forward slash jumpstart. Yep. And we'll put that underneath on the Facebook live. Perfect. Pat, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And you've been amazing, of course. <laughs> Pleasure. Oh my God, it's, we're going to have to do a round two. And really quick, we're going to turn it over to our listeners. If you are tuned in, thank you for stopping by. Make sure you hit subscribe on iTunes so that you get your notifications first for every new Journeypreneur podcast episode. By the way, while you're there, leave a five-star review to let us know in the comments section, what did Kat say that blew your mind today? 
So I'm sending you all so much love. Thank you so much for your support. And we're going to end this podcast episode the same way we do every time. Please remember to enjoy the journey. Do not lose your glow as you grow in life and business. And we'll see you in the next podcast episode. Bye, everyone.